we are the Hallmarkies podcast and we want to wish you all a happy Memorial Day. We hope that you are having a really fun holiday uh, with your families and uh, friends. And we decided to give you a little fun bonus podcast that you can listen to on this holiday. And so I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> and Amber, why don't you explain a little bit what we're, what we're going to do here on this, uh, this podcast? Yes. So in honor of Memorial Day, we decided to do um, review a collection of Hallmark movies that celebrate servicemen and women, or at least have a servicemen and women theme. Um, so we thought that would be fun. And um, we're pretty excited with our choices. Yeah, so we ended up, we're going to cover five movies, four in more detail than others, and uh, and it's going to be pretty fun. So, and we'd like to hear your thoughts on all of these movies, and also if you have any others that we didn't cover that, you, uh, that you'd like to send a shout out to, let us know on Twitter or in the comments, and, and uh, that would be great. So, all right, the first one we're going to talk about is called Operation Cupcake. <laughs> And this movie uh, is about a, uh, a colonel in the army uh, that he comes home uh, from, uh, from his tour and he's on like a two month leave. His wife runs this cupcake bakery and he decides to uh, help out at the cupcakery. And in, in the same time, he's like trying to figure out whether he wants to take the promotion that he thinks he's gonna get to become a general, um, or he wants to leave the service. And uh, it stars Dean Cain and um, Christy Swanson. And Christy Swanson's character is also working with this investor and trying to open up a second store and sort of shenanigans incur. And uh, so Amber, what was your overall thoughts about this movie? Um, I thought it was pretty fun. Uh, it was honestly nice to see a relationship of like a husband and a wife who are just married and like maybe have some fights, but aren't like on the brink of getting divorced the whole time and then fall in love or like aren't a new couple who's falling in love. So that, it's kind of yeah. something we don't really get to see a lot on Hallmark, but I, so I liked that. Um, I think this is a better pairing for them than Winter's Dream. Uh, but that being said, I don't know. I felt like Christy Swanson's character was a little much for me, mm -hmm. not gonna lie. And I felt like Dean Kane, for the most part, was doing a really great job of being like a guy just trying to adjust to civilian life. And they're like, mm, we're not even gonna give you a week, boy. You're in trouble, whatever. But mm -hmm. for the most part, I really liked it. So a lot of the jokes played pretty well for me, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty close with you on this one. So uh, Dean Kane, uh, he's been in Winter's Dream, which I was not a fan of, and you were you weren't on that podcast, so uh, so we don't uh, so you didn't care for it. It was not my fave. Yeah, <laughs> I did not like it really at all. Um, and uh, and they do have better chemistry in this one than in that, which is usually the reverse. I feel like usually it's the second pair up that they have better chemistry. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I just didn't like Winter's Dream. And, uh, but, but anyway, Dean Cain, he has been in a bunch of these. Uh, Broadcasting Christmas, A Wish Come True, Case for Christmas, and The Three Gifts uh, are his. Uh, so I guess he's done all Christmas ones except for this one and Winter's Dream. 
so, I mean, he's pretty believable as one of these lifetime army guys, you know, and I, believable enough, I think. And I agree with you that it is nice to see a, an established relationship story as opposed to a, you know, going back to the high school boyfriend or, you know, these other stories that we see all the time. It's kind of nice to throw in, you know, a story about a marriage and, and uh, they do struggle. At a certain point, he gets kind of jealous because of this investor guy mm -hmm. uh, that <clears throat> um, it turns out he was kind of right in his jealousy. And I kind of wish that they hadn't done that. <clears throat> I kind of, I think it would have been more interesting if like the guy had just proved to be just like a normal, nice guy. And like he had been overreacting, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that's kind of more interesting than like, oh yeah, he was right to be jealous because the guy's really skeevy and, you know, was interested in her, um, tried to kiss her. Um, but I actually didn't mind Christy Swanson in this. She was fine. I thought, uh, she, uh, I mean, they, they, the shenanigans at the cupcakery are definitely way over the top, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. and like, it does not make sense for the lady, for Christy Swanson to be like, okay, well, I don't have enough staff or people to handle my one cupcake store but I'm making a second one and husband, you just have to basically be in charge of this cupcake store with some very minimal training. Yeah. The end. Well, yeah. I mean, she would definitely put the, that, that baker lady who was super catty. She would put her in charge, you know, why she's going to be gone just for a day or something. Like I think rather than like her husband, who's just trying to get, uh, you know, back into the swing of things and has never worked retail in his life, I assume. So yeah, yeah that didn't really, that was a little, I thought that the, the movie got a little, little boring, um, in the middle. Um, uh, but, and that's when sort of all the cupcake shenanigans were happening, yeah. but I thought it ended on a really sweet note. And then I, when I, mean, I think it started on kind of a sweet note and, um, and overall I was like oh that was nice it was it was pleasant not when I would like want to buy or anything like that but yeah it was it was pretty good um Christy Swanson has been in two other Hallmark movies Winter's Dream and A Christmas Wish yeah Christy Swanson will always be to me Buffy the Vampire yeah, Slayer of course yeah I mean and uh, to be honest Dean Kane will always be super mad to me <laughs> no matter all these movies um, so how many crowns did you give Operation Cupcake? I gave it a straight up three crowns. Yeah. It was just, it was just there for me, but not in like a bad way. Just, just, just there. Yeah. I mean, I was going to give it 3.25. So we're pretty close. Yeah. Uh, basically the same on this one. Yeah. So there you go. Operation Cupcake. This one that we're going to talk about is For Love and Honor. Mm -hmm. And this is basically, you have this ar army veteran played by James Denton and everybody knows how much I love James Denton and uh, he is very dreamy, I think, <laughs> and he's very dreamy in this. And, uh, he is this, you know, he's by the books. He's, he's strict, like an army kind of man. And he goes to work at this uh, military school and the Dean at the military school is like very free thinker and uh, like does yoga on the lawn and stuff like that. And of course they like spar at first, but then they, uh, then they end up, you know, opposites attract or whatever. And he ends up trying to kind of get this school into shape 
by starting by having this metal ceremony that kind of got abandoned and um but she's like super resistant to everything that he does and then his daughter wants to drop out of school and so that's basically like the plot i don't know um what did you think of this one i didn't like it a lot james denton was pretty great in this and i think the bratty kids at the school were fine Mm -hmm. she drove me bananas yeah everything she said was just like you are so the worst and like she just hates him because he's like military guy um it's a military school like what does she expect and what do the parents they're like the reason why enrollment is down in this military academy is because you're running it like some weird commune lady. Like people send their yeah. kids to military academies for like the structure, the tradition, yeah. the rules. Like, and she was like, mm, I don't even care if the kids make their beds. I'm like, no, they have to make their beds. It's the rules. Yeah, I didn't like this movie. I I liked James Denton tons and tons, but I just I I really struggle with some of those plot things that you're talking about. I thought that it was very unrealistic that the school would even hire this woman. I mean, it's a military school and you're like, it's so bizarre that you have a military man being made to look like he's somehow this like fascist hater or something. Like for doing, it's doing his job. Like, why did you want him? Why did you hire him if you didn't want to be done this way you know like I I it really annoyed me and she annoyed me and I thought that I I can't imagine anybody being happy with the output of the school and being happy with the and like all these kids were supposedly like disciplinary problems and that's why they're sent to the school yeah that's why they send them to these schools (laughs) and so like I just don't see these kind of kids being like yes missus we're gonna sit down and do yoga now like that I don't see that happening with these kind of kids. And um, I don't know, like it just, I just found it kind of boring because I just didn't buy any of the characters or the premise or. Yeah. Um, he was handsome and charming as always. Yes. He was right about everything yes. pretty much. <laughs> so like he did a great job, but. Yeah. Even the stuff with his daughter, I'm like, no, she shouldn't drop out of school to find herself. Like, finally, by the end, she was like, okay, I have a plan. I'm going to go to a, do a, a year of schooling in Rome, and then I'm going to come back. And then, like, she had, like, she wasn't just going to, like, go around and, you know, like, I can understand for a summer. I can understand for even a semester. Not a whole year. <laughs> She's going to be, like, hanging around Europe. Like, no. And, uh, I mean, I guess unless you're independently wealthy, then sure, I guess. But, like, even then go do something with your life. Like, (laughs) no, you know, I'm fine with people taking life off a year from school and stuff. Like that's a very European thing to do. It's, you know, a Mm -hmm. gap year basically. And I wish we had gap year. That would be amazing. But like even the gap years that people have in Europe, it's not like, Oh, I'm just going to go take naps for a year. They like most of the time they go do some sort of like, like a missionary assignment or go work in a charity in some other part of the country or they like 
go backpacking on a tour so they can see as much of Europe as possible. And like, it's just, uh, whatever. There were just a lot of things that I just did not in love about this show. Yeah, I agree. That's why when you were like, I liked it a lot. And I'm like, really? No, James, <laughs> I said James Denton went a long way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is super, super charming. Um, and he does look very good in uniform. Mm-hmm. He really does. <laughs> um, yeah, so. And I also did enjoy that the principal lady's secretary is his receptionist from The Good Witch. I was like, yeah. ha, 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 that was fun for me. But that has nothing to do with this movie. It just exists. Yes. So, so James Denton obviously is in The Good Witch, but he's also in a movie called Stranded in Paradise, which is actually, I think, really fun. I like that one. Um, and, uh, and then Natalie Brown, she's in Be My Valentine, which I'm not a fan of, uh, and in Cancel Christmas and Fairfield Road. Yeah, honestly, I don't remember those names of those movies. I'm sure I've seen them because I'm yeah. pretty sure I've seen, like, at least 98% of the Hallmark movies that have ever existed. Yeah. And the fact that I don't know off the top of my head what they are. Be My Valentine has Billy Baldwin in it. Mm. um and then's not great <laughs> fairfield road has jesse metcalf in it who is your favorite mm-hmm. <laughs> i just didn't like she's fine as an actress but like i just didn't like her character and i mean i don't think there's anything like amazing she could have done to like make the character work it just yeah. uh, wasn't a, a very believable character and it wasn't believable that this school would hire her and uh and that it would i don't know like what kind of weird military school is this (laughs) no no so how many crowns did you give this one i gave it 2.5 crowns Mm -hmm. which is i think more than you but yeah you know it it might be because it was the first one i watched (laughs) but i was like oh this is kind of fun Uh uh-huh it's one and a half crowns just for James Denton. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I'm Good. not like married to my two and a half, but that's what I gave <laughs> it, so I'm sticking with it. Fair enough. Then next we have All for Love. This is from last year. Mm-hmm. And this is a romance novelist uh, that played by Sarah Rue. She uh, gets, she's struggling to finish her book. And it's a, this romance novel about uh this navy seals man so her publisher teams her up with the publisher's brother who is an ex navy navy seal played by steve basic and he puts her through this boot camp and as at first they're really really different she's like the creative writing type and she's been like it's kind of had a rocky romantic life and uh and he's uh you know kind of shy and uh but first they kind of spar off and uh but then they get to know each other through all this and they end up falling in love and it's super cute and uh i really like this movie i don't know what do you think about this one yeah i really like it um it's pretty fun there are some things that i don't super love about this movie Mm -hmm. um but 
I mean, I like, just like a lot of her, like, oh, <laughs> at the very beginning is a little over the top for me. Like when she shows up to her army training and is all like, <laughs> and not taking it seriously. And she like shows up in like a poofy vest and like pink stuff. Like, I don't know, just some of that over the top, I'm so stupid thing drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially when like for the, she's, she starts the show not super likable for me. I'm not going to lie. Because she just is over the top, like, stupid slash rude. Mm. And it's kind of hard for me to even think that the guy would like her when she starts out that way. But she, I mean, she does grow and get better. But it's it's a little less high than it would be if I didn't get so irritated by her at the beginning. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, that didn't really bother me. Uh, they, they kind of, she's sort of irritated because he, uh, he, dumps coffee all over her and she's supposed to be sort of like this independent woman like she doesn't want him to like open the door for her and stuff like that and i and so i don't know they kind of get off on the wrong foot and i got the impression i guess with the clothes and stuff that she had been um that she didn't know exactly what she was going to is was kind of what i thought i didn't think that was like a choice that she was making to go to this I think she well and then even once she's wearing all of her like fatigues kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and she's standing in line with the rest of the cadets she's super like jokey about it and I just feel like that's kind of disrespectful to like the other cadets and like I said she does get over it but it doesn't I don't love that part at the beginning interesting um well Anyway, yeah, so she, uh, I, I kind of like the fact that you have this guy, Steve Bassick, who's usually a villain in these movies, mm-hmm. um, but he is is kind of a rough guy, but then he's also, like, super sweet, and um, he's kind of shy and awkward, I feel, in a way that not a lot of these leading men are. Um, like, he, I love the ending when he, he writes this, <laughs> he's trying to, he goes to her house to try to tell because uh, she sees him with this this ex of his, she thinks they're a couple. They're not a couple. They have this miscommunication. Anyway, and he goes to her house and tries to tell her how he feels, but mm-hmm. he can't do it. He just doesn't have the you know. And I I thought that was like kind of human and kind of like I don't know. I'm just used to these like big romantic gestures, and so this was actually like the fact he couldn't do it. I thought was interesting. And so then he writes her this letter, which I love when characters write letters, you know, back to like, that's so great. And she, you know, she reads the letter and then she wants to go after him. She's like, I can't believe like, I am the one person that would be like, I write all these romance novels and I'm going to be rushed into the airport. And, uh, (laughs) and also she, um, there's, I think a lot of the humor really works. I, I think a lot of the humor at, at in the training is really funny. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, like him trying to do yoga is hilarious, I think. Yeah. And also, uh, I think it's a really sweet, different kind of cute date scene. Because I love like cute date scenes in these movies. And when she, he teaches her how to swim, that's like a romantic, like, I think sweet moment yeah. that I like. And I think they have pretty good chemistry, would you say? Yeah, I think they do. And I mean, the movie really is pretty great. But aside from like, it just she starts so low for me that it kind of drags down the movie, but she -hmm. gets back up to a good place. It's just, I don't know. I just have a problem with the beginning part. I can see what you mean. I didn't have that problem, but I can see what you mean. Uh, yeah, so this was Sarah Rue's Hallmark debut. So I hope she does more. I hope she had a good experience. Mm hmm. 
I hope so too. She's amazing. And Steve Bassick, like you said, he's been in a bunch of the garage sale mysteries. He was in A Joyous Christmas. He was the villain in that. Um, A Christmas to Remember, The Bridge, When Calls the Heart, and Nearly Weds he was in. Yeah, and he's he's great. I also, I am like not 100% certain, but like 98% certain. They used the pictures they took while they were making this movie of him being the Navy SEAL as the dad, the dead dad in that Catherine Bell movie from Christmas. Yeah. What was it called? Yeah, I, the, the Home for Christmas Day. I, I think you're right. I think they do use the picture in uh, Home for Christmas Day, uh, which is hilarious. And, uh, <laughs> but that scene is kind of ridiculous. Even it's, it's fine. I think it's cute enough, but because it, it's like funny to see him like awkward and uncomfortable and out of place and but like the idea that like these 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 publishers would would not know the difference between a Marine Corps outfit and a Navy SEAL when they're doing a photo shoot is probably a little far fetched. But I don't know that that's that far fetched. Really? <laughs> like, let's be don't real. You research that if you were doing a photo shoot for a book that's going to go out to like a mass press. Like, this is not a self publishing. Like, this would not surprise me if that happened in real life. Really? Yeah. I mean, because I remember Fiona was telling us that, like, even the lipstick colors in the Hallmark movies, like, every little detail is, like, planned and everybody, you know? And so I would think it'd be basically the same with, like, a a photo shoot for the cover of a book that's going to get, like, a huge run. Yeah, we'll see. (laughs) Yeah, this was definitely a really fun one. And I guess it was, I think it aired Memorial Day weekend last year, right? Oh yeah, it's not branded with anything, so it was just a middle thing, and it premiered May twenty seventh. Yeah, so on Memorial Day. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Um, so how and many crowns would you give this? Do you one? think it's totally bogus that this year for Memorial Day they're just like doing marathons of just random movies? Yeah, well, and like really random because I mean I love Parent Trap, but it's like that was kind of random they threw that one in there. Like, yeah, hooray, the parent trap's amazing, but also, why? <laughs> yeah, it's like they just, like, I don't know, went on a, like, uh, Amazon Prime and just, like, a shuffle or something like that. <laughs> it, it, it honestly feels like, you know how there's, like, the NBA draft? Like, yeah. <laughs> somebody just traded them the parent trap for a movie, and they were yeah. like, well, we have to use it. Right. <laughs> it's just such an odd placement. Whatever. Agreed. Yeah. So how many crowns did you give this one? Oh, wait, wait. Um, probably say. Um, so Tara Rothery, I think, is really good as the sister slash boss. Yeah. Um, and I think she does a good job of feeling, like, believable as the boss, but then also feeling believable as the sister. Like, she manages, I think, she does a good job. And she's been in a ton of these movies. Yeah, she's she's so great every time she's in, and I like when she's in them, so. Yeah. She's in Christmas Getaway, Bramble House Christmas, Stop the Wedding, Daner's Handbook, Cedar Cove, my Boyfriend's Dogs, The Wishing Tree, and Battle of the Bulbs. So she's all over the place. Uh, but anyway, how many crowns would you give All for Love? Um, I gave it 3.2 crowns. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I think I'd give it like 4.5. I really like yeah, it. You I, love it. I you do. love it. I think it's really funny, and I think they have great chemistry, and I just like all the sweet little moments. And so There you go. Okay, so then the next one we're going to talk about is Meet My Mom. And so basically this movie, this I think was made in 2010, 
But this movie is about a little boy who is told in class to write to the soldiers serving in Afghanistan. And uh, so he writes a letter and this uh, soldier gets it and uh, who's actually in uh, Bosnia, Bosnia, but he's going to be coming home pretty soon. His name is Vince. And uh, also uh, the boy's mother had just moved his family in with their grandma. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, and so he's had, he's had this divorce and this move to deal with. So Vince come, ends up coming back home and he ends up finding the boy who wrote him the letter and they become friends and then he gets to know the mother and they start to date and their relationship and everything like that. Uh, so this stars Lori Laughlin as the mother. Uh, and of course we know her well from When Calls the Heart and uh, Garage Sale Mysteries, Every Christmas Has a Story, North Pole Open for Christmas is the one she's been in. And then it also stars Johnny Mesner as the soldier and Stephanie Powers plays her uh, mother. Uh, so she's in Love by the Book, Ring by Spring, and Reading and Writing and Romance. So uh, what were your overall thoughts about this one? I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't go so far as to say I loved it, but I mm -hmm. really enjoyed this movie. Um, I think their chemistry between um, Lori Laughlin and Johnny Mesmer, is that his name? Yeah. Um, is pretty great. Um, I thought he was very believable as like a soldier guy. Um, and I like that the relationship didn't start like, we don't even, they don't even, like, see each other until well into the movie. Um, so I like that it really was just mostly about, like, this kid developing a relationship with, like, the pen pal thing and establishing her finding a new career. And then, you know, he comes into their lives and it's not like, oh, I love your mom, so I'm going to be your friend, which is a lot of what happens in these movies. It was like, well, I just want to help you learn how to play ball kid. I don't know. I just thought it was really sweet. And I love that it clearly took us through like a long period of time in their relationship. Yeah. So at the end where they, you know, break up for a minute, you actually feel really bad for them. Cause it's not just like, Oh, I've known you for five minutes. It yeah. was, I mean, it was months. We had like four montages in the middle of their relationship. Yeah. So I don't know. I really liked it. Yeah. I was thinking about that, that I feel like in the past, uh, Hallmark did more movies where you saw like a complete relationship, like everything mm -hmm. from meet cute all the way to them either him or either proposal or marriage or whatever. Even something like uh, the Seven Year Hitch or um, Elevator Girl. I was thinking that shows their whole relationship from the minute they meet all the way through ups and downs, you know, backwards, forwards, everything like that. I mean, there's lots of examples, but I don't know. It just made me realize that. We hardly ever, I mean, I was trying to think of the last time that we saw something like that, that was like a whole extended relationship. Can you even think of anything? I mean, the closest we ever come is when we have these movies where the people dated as kids and then yeah, got back yeah. together and we get some sort of a prequel. But even then, these movies never span more than three weeks. And frankly... Yeah. I don't know if a relationship's going to make it after three weeks. Right, right. Yeah, I kind of miss that. I wish they would go back to it at least just every once in a while just to keep things interesting, kind of, you know, shake things up a little bit. Uh, that uh, it, it seems like, I don't know, occasionally you might 
yeah, I mean, I can't even think of anything. I cannot think of a single one where you get that kind of like extended real relationship for more than just like a summer or Christmas or whatever. And, uh, and so I know that I think is really nice about this movie. And I agree. I think they do have really nice chemistry. I think the boy is actually pretty good. Like he's, he's not cloying or like, yeah, you know, he's a pretty cute kid actor, I would say, but not like too cute. So he's annoying cute. Um, he does a good job. And I, and I think the Stephanie Powers is pretty good as the, you know, kind of, she's, you always have to have sort of, whether it's a grandma or a best friend or, you know, somebody like that in this mm-hmm. type of movie. And, uh, yeah. And he also has a friend of his uh, at the army uh, who's, you know, kind of fun, best friend and uh, that's also there. And so, yeah, I really, I, I really enjoyed this. I also forgot to say that, so his, he was married mm-hmm. and his wife couldn't handle the separation and left him for another person. So he has like all these insecurities and she's obviously just been through a divorce. So she has all these insecurities. And uh, so, you know, like usually in the Hallmark movies, these kind of characters are widows. And so two divorced people is kind of unusual, I feel like. Yeah. Two. So, uh, <laughs> Anyway, there you go. Uh, so how many, how many crowns would you give this one? I gave it 3.75 crowns. Yeah, I'm pretty close, I think, on this one, too. I think I give, I'll give it the same, 3.75 crowns. It was, it was solid. It was entertaining. It got a little languid in spots, but it, it, was, it was one I would definitely, like, recommend if somebody was like, what's a solid one that... Uh, that, you know, that's not a Christmas one. It might be one that I would put on a list that I think a lot of people would like. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Okay, so the last one we're going to talk about is one I'm just going to talk about um, because I like to to showcase on this podcast when I can that there is some diversity to the Hallmark world. And I pretend the movies that are sad don't exist. (laughs) Um, And so there's this movie called Duke. And I think actually if you did, I do think if you did watch it, you would probably say, this is not my brand, but for what it is, it is well done. I think you would say that. I really do. But anyway, I'll just talk about it because it's, this movie is about this, like this is a very unusual movie for Hallmark. It's, it's a true story based on this man who I came back from the war and was just had terrible PTSD, terrible. He could not handle even like people clapping or anything like horrible. And they, this family gets this dog named Duke who becomes very attached to. And he finally like, he feels like he's like dragging down his family and, uh, and he just gets this really dark spot and he actually like abandons his family. And so then there's like this time jump and he's like homeless and, uh, and he, uh, his, his just like this dog is just like everything to him this dog and I don't know how they got this dog to like I don't know this dog was amazing and uh the dog is really not doing well and so this one day he leaves the dog on the um uh, on a bench in front of a veterinarian's with this letter explaining who he is and how much this dog means to him and they decide because he's like 
he leaves him there and they're like, gonna put the dog under and which i know i'm laughing because it was just really sad and you you laugh to keep from crying i know right and anyway and so he thinks the dog is gone and it's so sad you know and uh, but the the veterinarian is getting all of this like hassle from this corporate corporate people trying to get her to save money but she sees this dog and she's like no this dog is not need to die we're going to take care of the dog and so she like does surgery on the dog and like she re- rehabilitates so then there the most of the movie is about them trying to find the dog and bring him back to this man Mm-hmm. And um, and they end up meeting his daughter, who now is like a grown woman about to have a baby, and so and she has all these like conflicted thoughts about uh, about her father, obviously, like you would have, and um, but she sees the dog and she's like, oh my gosh, that's my dad's dog. That's you know, anyway, and so she goes and uh, Martin Cummings is in this movie from One Calls the Heart, and he's really good. He kind of puts everybody together. <laughs> <laughs> the um and uh because he, he meets the daughter and he figures out oh that you're looking for my friend and uh and when they meet it felt like really authentic actually like what this movie does that's so good is that it avoids like big like sweeping like kind of moments like uh i thought pretty well actually like uh and when he meets the dog again I was bawling <laughs> like it was really sad and like sad happy sad um because I don't know they just earned it they really did a good job and um and Stephen Weber plays the 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 dad or Weber or I don't know how you say his name um the uh, he plays the owner of the dog and uh he's really good and uh I felt like the 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 reunion of the daughter and the, the, his character was like pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's like, um, you know, she's obviously like has all these conflicted feelings, but she's like wants him to help find him find the dog. Um, but like, and he's kind of nervous because he doesn't want to hurt her anymore. And so he's kind of hesitant to, you know, and, and she finally asked him, like, why did you do what you did? And, uh, and so, you know, she, he tries to just explain that, like, basically he just couldn't do it. Like he couldn't emotionally deal with it. And, and, um, and I, I couldn't believe that they said that there are 75,000 homeless people on the streets of LA and this was a time or whatever and that half are veterans I thought that was really shocking hmm. I would I don't know I would not have thought it would be half I don't know that was interesting to me and anyway um and you know so you, you also this veteran you know trying to keep just progressing to do the right thing and to help this dog and so um, it stars, uh, has Sarah Smythe, who is in, was in When Close the Heart in Christmas Getaway and The Mistletoe Promise, and then Alison Hosek, who was in Christmas in Angel Falls, and The Good Witch, and Flower Shop Mystery, and Mum's the Word, and Battle of the Bulbs. So really, this is like the episode for Battle of the Bulbs, because like, there's very much of people have been in it, uh, in that movie. Um, but I actually think that 
uh, if you're open for this kind of story, I think this is actually pretty well done. So, and I, I did watch a thing else, totally not Amber's type of movie, but I wanted to cover it because like I said, I feel like um, I just want people to know that there's more than just the fluffy movies. So there you go. And I'm fine just living in fluff. <laughs> yeah. If you, if this sounds like the kind of thing that you'd appreciate, uh, then I think you'd like it. I think, uh, as far as our, I'm talking about our listeners, I think. We'd I know. It. <laughs> um, and I mean, one of my favorite movies of all time is Old Yeller. So I do have a softness for, uh, boys and their dogs and, uh, and movies about dogs. If and, we're going boys and their dogs, the only thing I can do is where the red fern grows. Oh. And even that I can't do. Oh, that one's a good one. <laughs> that one's a really good one. I like, I love Sounder. I think that's a great movie. Um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I think Old Yeller is actually a really amazing coming of age story. Uh, it's so well done. I love it. But, um, but yeah, there you go. So that's Duke. Uh, you guys, if you should check it out and let us know if you've seen it, what do you think about it? I would honestly give it like a four, four crowns. That was really well done. And I just appreciated that it wasn't, it just sort of told the story. It wasn't really all that emotionally manipulative as it could have been. There wasn't like sweeping music and stuff like that. So there you go. That's all of them. Okay. (laughs) So how would you rank the the four that you saw? How would you rank them? The four that I saw. um, So Meet My Mother was my favorite and then All for Love. And then... um, Operation Cupcake, and then the my least favorite was for Love and Honor. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, for me, I would say my favorite is All for Love. My second favorite would be Duke. My third favorite would be uh, Meet My Mom, and then I and then uh, Operation Cupcake, and then Love and Honor. So there you go. And so let us know if you guys have seen any of these movies what you think of them. And like I said, if you have any other favorites for watching Memorial Day, uh, let us know, even if they're not Hallmark, just let us know and let's talk and that'd be fun. And, and we just want to say like a huge thank you to anybody who is serving or has served in our armed forces. I, we just really appreciate what you do and for the families that support people in the service. We are really grateful for all you do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I can't say more. <laughs> okay, good, good. All right, good. Okay, uh, so this week on the podcast, we're actually going to have a change of schedule. We were going to be doing uh, our ranking of Lace Spare movies, and that will be coming, so look forward to that. But on Wednesday, our normal podcast, we are going to be doing a summer movie preview where we're going to talk about everything that's coming up on Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It's going to be super fun. So... There you go. Look forward to that. And we'll have our Good Witch recap as well later on in the week. So that should be fun. So anyway, Amber, how can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Yeah. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. I have a coverage of the new Han Solo movie, Star Wars movie on my channel. So I'd love for you to check that out. And, uh, and uh, yeah, make sure you're following us on social media, Homeworkies Pod on Instagram and Twitter and all the other places that you can listen to podcasts. And um, th- thanks so much. And we'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye, everybody.